one, a two, a three, a four. Let's get Ferris with it. Get Ferris with it. Get Ferris with it. Let's 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 get Ferris with it. Get Ferris with it. Get Ferris with it. Get Ferris with it. Let's get Ferris. 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 Thank you very much, guys. And uh, it. one of the four members of the Loafers. Um, the and intentional welcome. object of our love. And welcome, Loaf Gang, to episode three of the Loaf Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing love, loss, and everything surrounding that as we approach Valentine's Day on the 14th of February. It's a day that um, divides many. Some, some celebrate it with their partners, while others sit on their own in bed eating pizza and watching sad rom-coms. <laughs> their, um, Which sad rom-com are you going to watch when you're eating pizza? I'm probably right? going to watch, um, I'm probably going to re-watch The Notebook. Um, well, that's not really a rom-com. That's really, just, um, no, that's, that's really good. It's rom, kind of a rom. rom it's just dram. a rom. Maybe I'll watch... Um, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, that, that's even less of a com. There's some funny bits to it. What about, what about 50 First Days? Do you guys cool. think that movie is Elemental. actually kind of dodgy? What? I've never seen that. 50 First Days. This girl who has... Short-term memory. So it's an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, it's this girl yeah, who I has that now. short-term memory loss because of a car crash she had nine years ago. So she remembers the rest of her life, but she still thinks it's like the 12th of February, 1990 or some shit, but it's actually 1999. Adam, weren't and you in a car crash? I was in a car crash yeah. with um, someone who I, I hold very dear to my heart, Archie. I hope you're listening. Um, Does he listen? Yeah, I, I believe he does actually. So shout out to my boy there. This is a test of if he does. I hope don't I, tell him about it. I, I hope that you have. A Just say listen and don't you. tell him that you mentioned him, and he can bring it up. If I'm, I'm really, Ooh. I'm really excited for this episode. We're gonna start off oh, with yes. with okay. a little bit of a recap of what happened this week. There's been some, there's been some really, really big happenings going on, especially in the Oxfest space. Faris is gonna introduce a little bit about the theme, and then Ollie will really dig into the the bare bones of it just to finish the movie basically adam sandler dates this girl 50 times and she forgets every day and he gets to know her personality so he can exploit her memory loss and seem like he knows her perfectly that's literally groundhog day that's groundhog day i was about to say yeah sounds like an adam sandler well it's a romance movie except the groundhog day yeah yeah Yeah, it's romance groundhog day is a great movie like basically he wakes up on the same day again and again a thousand days and his love interest and he can like he commits suicide and all that and just keeps waking up but he knows that he He knows he's reading the the guy doesn't know no but no neither do the people there only the guy bill murray yeah bill murray knows that he's repeating okay but the difference is it's like the inverse situation Situation. This girl just has short-term memory loss and wakes up thinking it's the same day every day, and everyone else is living a normal life. Yeah, so it's a reverse so, situation. So it's just yeah. like they took it's the just plot. someone with dementia affected. They they took the plot and they changed something small so they don't they don't get sued basically. basically. But it changes the whole concept of how the movie plays out. Well, mm. what there's a then that they finally fall in true love and then she stops, she loses her amnesia. Or something. No, no, no. He like makes her a movie which explains to her. <laughs> That they're like so for her to watch every morning when she wakes up. Hey, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like, Hey, I'm Adam, I'm your husband. You suffered a car crash, we have short term memory loss, but we now have two loving kids. And then they go back to being normal husband and wife, that's, even though that's kind of, that's in her like mind she has no room, idea so. who the fuck she, he is. So I don't know how they re spark romance. Yeah, fair. I mean, that reminds you of a Simpsons episode, actually. In any case, Farris. Anyways, Farris, I, I mean, we've gone on off. A little bit of a tangent. Faris is going to introduce. Can I the, recap the elephant in the room? The, the Oxfest. It, it is literally the the mammoth in the room. Right? Mammoth. The woolly, yeah. the woolly mammoth in the room. All right. So there's an Oxfest. Strong, veiny, powerful <laughs> woolly mammoth. Veiny. veiny. <laughs> what? The veins obscured by the what? The fur. You can't see the veins. What, you just what? So if it if it doesn't have fur, it's not a mammoth. I mean, I, I don't know what the biology of... What if you shave the woolly mammoth? This is like when Plato... Then it's not woolly anymore. Yeah, then it's just a mammoth. This is like when Plato... Oh my Plato God. Defined, oh. defined <laughs> that man is a featherless biped and Diogenes walked in with a chicken he plucked and he said, Alas, I have found a man. Yeah, I've heard that one. Diogenes was a bit clapped, to be fair. 
He wasn't clapped. He was actually no. It was pretty bass. It wasn't even really, really dutty. Like he didn't do like no, shit in the street. Yeah, he had yeah. like a, he had like a homeless philosopher aesthetic. He like so he had he actually met Alexander the Great. He would sleep in a barrel outside, and he was just wanking. And Ale- no, I'm not joking. And Alexander the Great, like the greatest emperor of all time, walks over and it's like, Diogenes, I've heard that you are a great philosopher. And he just asked him to move out of the way because he was blocking his son. That sounds like that sounds like on our sofa last week. Facts. He doesn't realise that he's among intelligent Oxford students, far beyond anything he could comprehend as a master. So wait, is he Diogenes? Because Diogenes is nah, more Diogenes aware is than wise. Should we get on with the? Um, All right. Should we do the box first? We'll just. Um, All right. Uh, I'll do it in my normal voice, not the soy jack voice. Okay. Oxate to boring, unattractive men making podcasts because they assume that the whole world cares what they have to say, despite the fact that they have less charisma than Prince Philip. What's wrong with with Prince Philip is my my first thought. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah so personally, I th- I think that's actually counterintuitive as an as an insult because I think <laughs> Prince Philip has elite level race. Okay, he pulled the queen. The queen, the young queen, young the queen. most, the woman with the most status in the country. Yeah, and one of the most powerful people in when the world. When she was twenty. Yeah. Yeah. There when she was still many, fit. Many <laughs> well, she was still fit. She was fit to the end. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Guys, that is wrong. <laughs> I guess my first query, my first quandary with the Oxford is the fact that it said that we're boring and unattractive. Do you think that's true? Mm, I don't know. We're definitely not boring or unattractive. Which one's worse? No, no. We're definitely. I say boring. Hundred percent. We're definitely unattractive. But does boring but and unattractive? No, no. I think my opinion is that at least we're not boring and unattractive. Yeah, but it's said that we're boring and unattractive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point. Oh. You're not smart either, are you? Well, okay. I think, I think it might be. It might not even be addressing us, to be fair. Well, look, whoever wrote it, if it is addressing us, has clearly listened to us. So thank you for tuning in this week. We're really happy to have you. We hope you can interest you a little bit more this week. I think I think it actually kind of got our name out there because we all tagged each other on the comments. That's true. We I think it was like some smart press. And you, you got seven likes. I got, I got seven likes. Seven That's likes. pretty good. Yeah. Beanock moves. You got Very seven good. likes. Is it all from our friends? Uh, I don't know. Uh, check, check that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Do you have that many yeah. friends? <laughs> seven. If we're boring and unattractive, how could we have that many friends? Have, how have seven? I definitely didn't have seven friends in secondary school. The first thing I did when I got to my secondary school when I was 13 was... I snitched on someone for cheating on a chemistry oh, test. Yeah, I remember this. And what do you mean you remember? Well, I remember you, you telling me the story. I remember okay. This is a very boring and unattractive thing to say, Holly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and basically nobody spoke to me for about three months and I would ask the two friends that I had to go get my bag for me from the locker room. Because when I would walk in, everyone would be like, you don't belong here, Ollie," And then like shove me into a Wait, locker. Don't we still do that, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still, still do that, that. kind of. A little bit more with Faris, though, as well. But I think we should um, we should shift more on Ollie because Loki he is a bit of a snitch. How? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You just give me those vibes. <laughs> Bro, I had those vibes nearly ten years ago. Now you still have them. I feel. You okay, so it's I mean, You know what happens to snitches? They get swallowed by Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Anyway, the Oxfest was actually a bit deep. Uh, Adam, what did, what did you think about the Oxfest? I mean, considering Valentine's Day is so close, I wasn't exactly feeling the love from this person. No. But I feel like it could be potential for an enemies to lover sort of situation. Where well, this, that brings us on to our next topic. Which brings next us topic. on to our next topic. Um, love is in the air. Love is very much in the air. So we got um, out, so there's a thing called Halfway Hall. It's like a dinner you have um, halfway through your degree is this Friday, and afterwards there's sort of votes for the X of the year, so the most attractive of the year, and one of them is the enemies to lovers, and Adam was featured. I was, I was. He was nominated, rather. Nominated. Yeah, I was, I mean... With our good friend Virginia, shout out to Virginia if you're listening. Shout out to Virginia. I'm very happy to have been nominated with her um, for this very prestigious award. Very happy, I'm sure. I think the... um, (laughs) (laughs) Relax. I think... um, the loaf, the loafers have all been actually nominated for some yeah. very, very diverse, very diverse awards. Do you want to go for the awards? No, Faris, why don't you start? Faris, do you start awards? What did you get? Well, I got um, 
biggest social climber. Ooh. I got nominated for. for I that. mean, you made it here to the low. I literally course, made. I made so, it. I made it. Reach to the top. You can't yeah, get into literally. the low podcast without social climbing. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. literally the whole. Premise. What is even social climbing? I think it's basically climbing up the social ladder to achieve a certain status and that's what you've done and that's what you've i think it's <laughs> i think it's actually dissolved a bit at university but it's mo- that's true the hierarchy of social interaction is most prevalent in secondary school it dissolves yeah. a bit at university you know we we we're happy to chill with someone like faris oh. now <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> someone as boring and unattractive as you oh. yeah but you know that was actually I was definitely a social climber arriving at my secondary school. I just kind of fucked it. You were kind of a social climber when arriving at Oxford. Yeah, 100%. Um, you should have heard the conversation I first had with you. I will not, I will not, you know, you guys, no. um, I will not, um, hey. You should have heard the first. Heard Get the first your words one. out, man. Try. I want to cut that. But you should have heard the first conversation um, Ollie and I had. It was, uh, it featured a lot of talk about partying, um, but I'm sure the listeners don't Which need do to go. They, they do not need to go and all the detail about that we should not disclose that conversation yeah probably not yeah what i find funny is my first conversation with ollie was that um i found this fashion very attractive i went up to him and i said i like your fashion g and my now girlfriend when she heard that story before we were dating burst out laughing that that was why we became friends yeah that must have been a fake compliment surely or just self-projection look how dripped up i am right now you're very dripped with the timberland jumping (laughs) and the walking khakis Yeah. Liberté de... What does it say in your opinion, Oli? Liberté de penser. Liberté de penser, mec. What does that mean? Yeah, what is Freedom of thought. Oh, oh, so pretentious. Oh, actually, I want to say the first interaction or the memorable interaction I had with, with Oli was outside this place called uh, GND's, where he started barking at me. For no apparent reason, and I just I'm totally clueless to the to this day. I'm pretty sure we talked before. No, of course we talked, but I just it's not really memorable. That was kind of the for the foundation of the friendship, the barking. Yeah, it was. Why did you start barking at Faris? Um, well, I just saw Faris, and I just thought he looked like a really barkable character. Barkable. He is quite barkable. Yeah. Yeah. In that, I just freeze up when I just I just jumped from an is to an all. I'd say he's quite the dog. (laughs) Have you seen that TikTok? Did you know that Adam had that dog in him? Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that Did one? Did you know that Ferris had that dog, dog in him? He does, to be fair. Uh, Ferris is... <laughs> to, give you the, to give you the structure of my thought, it was Ferris is able to be barked at, therefore Ferris should be barked at. And I never let that go. Well, and then a Michaelmas I started barking at you. I feel like it's a fallacy, but anyway. It's a fallacy. It's resulted in the low podcast, and um, we're here making awkward jokes. All right, While he's drinking a Stella. We're all drinking Stella's. And a CBD infused trip. It's um, it's exciting times as we talk about the Valentine's upcoming Valentine's Day. Ollie, what are your what are your plans for Valentine's Day? Have you got anything big, or is it or is it a surprise? We're going to Paris this weekend. Ooh. Before Valentine's Day. In case you didn't know, Ollie was uh, rich. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say French. He's from Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. And then on the 14th, which is the day of thing, we're going to the same restaurant we went to last year. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's kind of very, cute. Very how, how long have you guys been together, you and Angelica Levy? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a year on Valentine's Day. A year on Valentine's really? Day. Really? Big money moves, bro. She can that's... never go on Valentine's Day with a guy ever again. Yeah, without, without like, about big, me. yeah, that is such GG's. Is it GG's or is it toxic? I don't know, man. But like any future boyfriend who's tuning in now to like the old archives of Loaf, Remember. Take that, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Only started first, okay. Every Valentine's Day. Mic drop. If she's married now with two kids, right, like it's 2050 or whatever, Oliver Watch was there first. I think they've, they've also got a very cute story um, where they became exclusive at a Shy FX concert. I know, romantic. <laughs> Absolutely romantic. I believe they, Ollie was fresh from skanking. He had just, you know, dripping with sweat. Um, they were in the middle of a mosh pit and everyone had conglomerated around them and we sort of raised them on our shoulders and Is that actually we, what happened? No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just lying? Are you just lying right now? Yeah. It was, a good night. it was a good night in any case. I, um, it was a fantastic night. I had like a shoulder of vodka. It was, um, it was blessed. Yeah, we all did, man. We all did. Maybe I had a bit more. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, my, my memory's a little bit hazy, but anyway, 
DMB was insane, but Adam was there with his, with his girlfriend, his then girlfriend. Ollie no, was there with his girlfriend, and I was just there alone, just oh. chilling. And I think this has been a theme for the last few Valentine's no, Day no, 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 as well. You always, but, you always but, have off. But you know friends. what? You know what? It doesn't really bother me because uh, I'm a I'm a lone wolf. Well, one may say a sigma male. Do you think the Valentine after this one, you might find someone who actually wants to spend time with you? Maybe, man. Maybe I don't know. Well, I'm I'm, I'm still holding out for a, a heroine. <laughs> heroin. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's, that's, that's his last resort. It's the female version of a hero. Oh, oh, oh I thought we okay, were talking so about the train spotting heroin. Well, yeah. <laughs> Have you never heard the song Holding Out for a Hero? Bonnie Tyler. Holding Out for a Hero. Yeah, it's a, a track. Yeah. That, that reminds me, I think this episode we should actually address some like love related artwork. That's true. Um, yeah. Movies, um, songs. I think when I think love can be so amplified when you can relate to it through your personal experience. Why don't we all suggest a song each, which we think is, um, tackles love in a particularly unique way. Mm, I think that's a really good idea, to be honest. So, one of my favourite songs about uh, Love Guys, it's called Love Bites. It's by Def Leppard. Uh, it was released in 1988. So Def Leppard's like a rock band. And I think, I'll play you a little bit of the song. It's not, it's not a love song in a positive way sense it's um, it's a love ballad where i feel the singer is representing this unrequited love there's lots of pain behind it and i think some people could actually really relate to the song and for me it's the instrumentals in ta- in um, in tandem with the the lyrics are just really really powerful to me and i've always been a huge fan of of rock and, and hard rock especially love ballads november rain kind of vibe so I'm really excited to play a little bit of this song for you guys uh, and then you can let me know what you think. I'm not sure, you probably haven't heard it before, to be honest. Def Leppard like that that is literally for me it hits different I mean I personally can't fully relate to the lyrics but I really feel so that you've never had a girlfriend yeah I've never had a girlfriend but one day bro mate have you had a lover your girlfriend you're literally punching <laughs> <laughs> okay so hats off to me GG's no you GG's. have no one to punch uh, I, he does. May may keep going on, and I will. <laughs> the point is, the song isn't that good. I think the song is bloody beautiful. I, I think it's a corny metal Brian Adams. Oh, yeah, it's giving me Brian Adams. Yeah, it's giving me Brian Adams, but incredibly corny. I think you need to. I think you genuinely need to listen to the full song. It's. To be fair, it might not be your genre of music, guys. It might not be your genre. I personally am a huge fan. You like me of rock. I love Meatloaf, I love Guns N' Roses, and this um, this band, Def Leppard, have put out some amazing songs. So it's from the album Hysteria, and it's just got some bangers on it. But I feel like Ollie's more the kind of guy to listen to generic normie music rather than um, something a bit more tasteful. Well, what do you What do you think? I Ollie? mean, we'll see what happens when I put my song on. If you're we'll see, we'll see what happens then. Let's let's go. What's your song then, Ollie? My song is uh, Synchronized by Milky Chance. Oh, Ooh, I love Milky Chance. Okay, I haven't heard that full song, but... It's one of their new songs. And, you know, their famous songs are like 15 years ago. Okay. So you'll okay. see what you think. I'll, Shout I'll... out to um, Theo Lakin, who recommended me this song, if you're listening. All right, GG's. Mate, I, I, 
I personally not really read that. It's the wrong song. It's R-A-C the mix. wrong song. R-A-C mix. Oh. Or, okay, so Ollie R-A-C. just gave us the exact wrong song, so it's, it's R-A-C mix. So that just goes to show what a huge fan Ollie is, who's just been chatting shit about my song. So um, let's play you the actual song that Ollie meant to play. However, it's it's a very different vibe to the song I played, and also I feel this song. Why is are you more, adding "however" as if that? Like, this really song, this song is more no. of a bop, whereas mine is something that's maybe a bit more heartfelt and genuine. Well, still about I, love. I believe. Like, I think. Well, love can be. Like, love can like, be that is so basic. Well, love can be fun. Man. Yeah, love is fun. You you because you've only read poetry about love and you've never experienced it first. <laughs> You don't. I literally I prefaced playing my song by saying it's not necessarily a positive love song, rather the one of unrequited love and pain. So they're very different vibes. You can give me that. While it gives me TikTok vibes, I I can agree that like that sort of first feeling of when you like that buzz when you're excited, like like, when we synchronize, when suddenly syncing up with someone for the first time. I was quite surprised. I thought it was gonna be like an average like indie song, right? And then the bot played. I was like, oh, this is quite fun. I want to dance to it. I think it is an average indie song. Personally, I, I would, like yeah, but indie song. I, I, but like, I like the Bob. I like the. Can the I give some I, analysis of the lyrics? Yeah, give give some so, analysis. Smoke and the sky got me feeling so blue. So in that first line, obviously, the sky is blue. There's smoke all around. You know, usually people say, "Reach for the stars, look up." The sky is something you're always pointing up towards, but that's clouded out, and it's got him feeling blue himself. He is the sky. He's reaching up to this higher thing, burning down the city while I'm here with you. Again, everything else around doesn't matter. In the same way, he's adopted the sky he's burning the whole city around because he's got this girl and i'm holding you tight so on and so forth and i love the way we synchronize and it's like the whole universe can go to fuck the sky can be cloudy cities can burn down and we've got this super boppy beat that drops out of nowhere I, and you're synchronizing and it feels like two people dancing spinning around each other I think, it's cool i think when you fall in love like that really like you know, if you do it in winter, you know, people could tend to be quite depressed in winter, especially in the UK. Like, um, as someone like who I think like has fallen in love, like in those sort of like dark winter months when you do tend to feel depressed, you don't acknowledge it at all. It's like you wake up and everything's like a ray of sunshine. Like I don't want to get too soppy, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think the beat, um, like contrasted with the with the lyrics here, I think that that yeah. really resonates. I agree. I mean, mine's a bit more depressing. Like, you look at my lyrics, it's when you make love, Why? do you look in the mirror? Who do you think of? Does he look like me? It's a bit... Why are you being such a depressive realist, bro? Music no. isn't better because it's sad. Well, I, I didn't say it's better. Firstly, I think my song in general is better, but the point Why? is, I think it's got more substance to it. I think... Pers- okay, maybe it's not you objectively can't better. Maybe it's, maybe it's... What is substance of the, of the song? It's lyrics. It's, it's beat, I think it's melody, I it's think the harmony, the harmony and the aesthetics of it is more pleasing to my ear. Okay, I admit. Okay, maybe. so don't say. So it's not objectively better. I agree, subjective. but my subjective opinion is probably more right than yours. Uh, <laughs> probably from your own. Shout out David Hume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, just to preface that for anyone who doesn't know, if you want to look it up, David Hume, theory of critics, thinks that art's ultimately subjective, but we can still rate levels of judgment and if you're a good critic or not and if your opinion should be valued in art. I agree because there's different ways of criticizing a piece so depending on the factors you use and the way you break it down you can tell that one critic is better than the other. You end up with a sort of muddy hierarchy about art as a result. Well you can't really break down art into black and white can you? It is by its very nature quite subjective as a personal personal expression. I mean I don't think... I'm saying something more than that though like it's subjective in the sense that relative to human condition, things are better or worse at creating the aesthetic feeling. Mm, well, I suppose though that is... There's but relative to that human feeling, there's an objective ranking of the depth of aesthetic satisfaction that something gives you and the ability that you have to unpack it. And so but, on. Someone can, but a song can give you a different aesthetic satisfaction per person. Like, like for at one, the top level, but I think there's certain songs which just aren't able to give that and then at the top level, different people are satisfied by different things. But there's a certain extent to which the best music gives a deeper aesthetic satisfaction. So it's an objective, deeper 
satisfaction, <coughs> aesthetic satisfaction that is yeah. I mean, transcendental. I don't, I don't think literary canon would exist. I don't think you'd be able to sort of um, hold these like writers on a pedestal yeah. if if there wasn't some sort of objective Mate. way of value. It's like a thing. Innovation, people. innovation is a huge part of that as well. Just to make yeah, it but yeah, here's the thing: people. People realizing the non-objectivity of values generally like to go for the line all of a sudden. Oh, art is just subjective, man. It's what you like. But as soon as you tell them that like Pepper the Pig is a better work of art than Shakespeare, they lose their head. Pepper the Pig. Oh, Pepper the Pig. Pepper You can't really stop Pepper the Pig. Yeah. I did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, no, cut that because I don't want my mom. Okay. What did you say? Stop eating pork. Shout out to my pigs. Only one of us in this room eats pork, so... Wagwan swines. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I think Adam's, Adam's song is next. Yeah, yeah, so um, I want to play a song called Love Is Only A Feeling by Joey Badass. I, I like, like that you song. You guys man. are familiar with it. I, I know like Joey Badass. I'm not sure if I've heard this specific song. But I think we'll it is a beautiful song, so... Um, we'll, spin the, we'll spin the record and see what we have to say. Can't help observe and stir when she in the mud, masking the massacre while she fixing the heart. I mean, she's so perfect in her own little world. We built the foundation, everything I want in the girl, and it's a matter of time until the last thing mine. You got potential, baby. Just imagine that's combined. I yeah, I, um, I like yeah. that song. Yeah, I like that song. Um, what I love about this song really is I think it encapsulates the uh, early sort of birth of love when you when you first start to see a girl when you first start to get feelings for them. Um, I think it's, I think it definitely touches on the whole sort of physical attraction as opposed to mental attraction um, with, the, with the curves and the words. Um, and I think one of my, uh, one of my favorite lines in this is most definitely, we build the foundation, everything I want in a girl and it's a matter of time until her last name might. What a romantic. Can I just say, by the way, sorry, he didn't let me speak, but Adam says every time a song is happy about love, he goes, what I love is how this reflects the early stages of love. Which, <laughs> what, I think that <laughs> reflects, <laughs> what I think that reflects is that Adam is only ever happy in the early stages yeah, of love. Yeah, so it's like every time it's like, oh, the beginning before it all goes to shit. shit. <laughs> Listen, guys, I think that's quite... Like I think that's quite a generally. No I mean, it's quite. It's quite true. Nah, like you first, you first catch period. Feeling, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely known as the honeymoon period. Yeah, it definitely encapsulates the honeymoon period, which I think is quite an important period for everyone, and is also a massive test for a lot of couples. I think uh, I personally would put it around the um, the eight nine month mark. I think for a relationship at our age, I'd what say. the end of the honeymoon period? Yeah, well, and that's when you start Ooh. to. Uh, I've, I've heard three months before, genuinely. Yeah, three months is like three months is the typical one that people say because because mm. it's not to say that you don't still like love each other, or whatever. For me, the end of the honeymoon phase is you get to properly know each other, and you have to work through some things as you get to know each other, and that's not problematic. It can still be super cool. End of the honeymoon period doesn't mean the end of a satisfying relationship, which I think is the problem that. Mate, yeah, I think even at eight nine months, it doesn't mean that it's the end of a satisfying relationship. It just becomes harder. No, of course not, neither. And maybe more fulfilling, to be honest. No, a hundred percent, I agree. If, if someone's in the right relationship, going beyond that honeymoon period, is def is definitely testament to how much you love that person. You love someone more deeply at the end. Yeah, I, I think I think love is actually found in the flaws. In mm. someone and, and being able to deal with the flaws in someone, not just well, the positives. No, it is. I, I, I think the positives are what initially attract you to someone, and then I don't know. It might be a pessimistic view. Like it, you have to be in love with the entire the faults and the and the exactly uh, yeah and the benefits of this person, right? Like you're you're in love with this person as you know you know this person isn't perfect, but you're still in love with them. They still the cherish that they them. They drop outside spoons, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean. To be honest, but if someone has a flaw, that's not to say that you have to love that flaw. I think that would be misconstruing it. I don't think you have to. For example, if someone has a really bad habit of 
farting in front of their girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this, the partner needs to necessarily love that, but they no, can love I the person love the despite right? that. You should love so you're the telling me your girlfriend, Ollie, loves the fact... Mine? Your girlfriend loves the fact that you fart loudly in front of her. Stinky boy. I don't fart, guys. This is not true. Yeah. I don't fart. It's well, the gassiest I pass gas. Pass gas. Pass gas. Yeah. Pass very, very, very toxic gas. And scentlessly. Yeah. Okay. It's like a biological weapon. My well, say. in any case, I'm I'm really excited to be celebrating the Christian feast of Valentine's Day. We're gonna. <laughs> Why did you open up the Wikipedia article <laughs> Valentine's Day? I want, I want just to, to say that. that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, guys, guys. He literally typed on Google Chrome Valentine's Day just to say the Christian feast of Valentine's Day. Like, well, it says here yeah, numerous early Christian martyrs were named Valentine. Oh, I see. Mental. Anyway, oh, uh, Faris, shall we go for your song? All right. So my song is like Lucas's. Um, actually, even more depressing. It's Lucas. So, so if you were to say, for example, in a sentence. What are they doing hanging around with us? Can you repeat after me? Say that. Say that now. What are they doing hanging around us? Now say Luke. Luke. Now take the last word of the sentence you just said. And Lucas. There you oh, go. perfect. Now you don't have to say his name. It literally took Ollie about nine months to perfect my name, but okay. he's well, finally got it. Well, you never gave me. You never gave me that graph. I did. And as soon as you did, I knew it. And, and he's imparting that wisdom upon me. Okay, I'll, I'll exactly. prove you wrong after this podcast. So, but in any case, I'm I'm doing. Unlike Adams, I'm doing the late stages of the relationship mm. where things go toxic, things go dry, resentment bites hard. You know the song I'm talking yeah, about. You can, re- you can relate. It's Love Will Tear Us Apart what by Joy Division. things go dry for you, Faris? Doesn't that happen to you all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At a daily oh, basis. Um, okay. Well, now we're going to listen to the song Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. I love that. I love that, Faris. I feel like you and I have very similar tastes in music, whereas these yeah. two, um, these two, way yeah. too optimistic view on love. Can you just say something? I yeah, couldn't go on. stop myself from laughing because it sounded like you were singing. I don't know. Oh my! It's like Ian Curtis. Holy shit! So basically, uh, this song was written by Ian Curtis, who um, had severe bouts of epilepsy, when? as well as. Uh, so this was written in. Well, Did this I was, ask? I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how do I how do I transition from that to now talking about my song? Yeah, literally. Okay, so this is one of the seminal pieces of British post post punk. Uh, basically, it talks about. That is so pretentious. I mean, it is. No, it's not. It, it literally is the seminal piece of British post punk. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, what, what do you mean it's pretentious? It. Like, you and your philosophy—that's not pretentious. Yeah, I like um, Cambodian asshole jingle rap. Bro, um, this is one of the biggest pop songs like big, of the yeah, time. The biggest, like one of the biggest hits of the early 1980s. Okay, and basically, this song was published a um, couple months after his suicide. He also was engaging. He also um, uh, cheated on his wife, and it talks about him at the final stages of his relationship, resenting the love with his wife, or resenting and and there's a great anger and bitterness as said in the song. And so um, it's a culmination of um, his epilepsy, severe depression, as well as his cheating, which kind of culminated within this song, as well as the the absolute um, banger, which is um, the bass line by Peter Hook. Yeah, I think that um, firstly, the aesthetics of the song, the vibe to it, just harmonically, the way it sounds to the ear immediately, intuitively for me. It hits me. It hits a hard <laughs> string. Man just said I like the song in the most complicated way ever. Stop. The aesthetics no, of the I'm, I'm not talking Can about relating not? to the lyrics necessarily. I'm talking about the way it sounds to my ear. You have to be able to separate, for example. 100%. Yeah, so I feel like Ollie's just likes to hate on music that he doesn't already know. He literally hated on every one of your songs. He's quite close-minded. He's close-minded. I like the song. I like the song. What do you like about it? What do you like about it? No, so let me finish. What you said was... Instead of saying the way the song sounds, you said the aesthetics of the harmonic harmony. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay, Okay, the low gang can decide for themselves. All right, we understood what Lucas Lucas was trying to say, right? Yeah. 
and we get his point, okay, regardless, right? Ollie, what do you what do you think what of do you think song? of the song, yeah? I like the way he was moaning at the end when he was like, like unironically oh, no, though, the way it was like sort of sound like it was painful for him to even get his Well voice also out. in Curtis like, during during his content concerts he would have he would dance really weirdly, like an epileptic fit. He would have wow. an epileptic fit on stage. Right. Well, and this would happen. Yeah, it was it was oftentimes I th- I think as like on purpose. Play, play up to the epilepsy. Yeah, he did play oh, up to okay. the, so the band. Really yeah, I that's cool. I read that. It's like okay, remind me, Faris, what's the what's the title of this song? Well, the song is called "Love Will Tear Us Apart" or "Loaf Will Tear Us Apart," one may say, <laughs> by Joy Vi- Joy Division. Whilst well, may tear a loaf of bread, I don't know how you eat it, guys. I mean, I like slices. I like I like tearing it apart. French people like to tear. It I like apart. I like to mm. bite. I like slicing it. You like to bite. Ooh, okay. But you what you just. Arr! So right. what happens if someone shares your piece of bread? Anyways, whilst they whilst bite, they bite well. your salad, okay. That's so unhygienic. You really think cavemen, cavemen didn't bread have bread? They didn't have they didn't have farming. What do you in mean? Neolithic what, times. So they just starved. No, no they, they just ate meat and berries. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know that. <laughs> like vegans, bread is the only thing. If you were a vegan living in caveman times, yeah. you would literally die. Oh yeah, so how did the fucking Diplodocus live then? It was a herbivore. Because it was yeah, a different species. Adam, Adam, it was a sauropod. They eat like yeah. Anyways, as 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 people may um, sort of tear off a, a piece from a loaf of bread, I believe that we boys could could never be torn apart. Yeah, love, as love, we, were be torn so, yeah, we were nominated. So yeah, we were nominated for the best trio in Christchurch. The best trio in Christchurch, which isn't that hard. So it was basically loaf minus Paris. I, I took an L there. Yeah, um, the social climate. Yeah, the social climate actually really, kind of really fueled it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Adam, Adam, Ollie, and I have been there. You know, we've been we've been vibing yeah. since the beginning. And Faris has been a bit of a new addition. But yeah, I've a been, welcome um, one. Climbing up the, the low part. He, he makes That's us feel. He makes us feel better about ourselves. You know. Yeah, by being by being so shit. How do you? Think <laughs> 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 nah, don't put yourself. By, by being by, by being so down, you know, I mean, you guys. I put you guys up on the pedestal. Yeah, go on. Guys, how do we think our dynamics have changed since we've joined? So let me let me state one thing. When we used to hang out with the boys, Adam would always leave after the first dance. <laughs> so I mean, I think I think that's very topical for the for the Valentine's Day um, uh, episode. I think I was a massive simp at times. Yeah, Adam's um, Ollie, first, do you associate? Uh, I'm not a simp. <laughs> a- Adam's first Valentine's Day that he's been alone since at least two years ago, maybe three. I don't know. But yeah, pretty much three. Um, three. Damn. How many yeah. how many uh Valentine's Day have you guys spent alone? Uh, 19, 20? No. How old are you? 19, 19. 19, yeah. how old are you? 20. Okay, so 20. Well, you're, you're 20. Well, now, nah, but like, it's more my birthday. Oh, yeah. The, and the Valentine's Day of his 20th hasn't come yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I it's see. Still uh, yeah, 20. Okay, so Wait, it's 19. No, you were born in November, I was born in October. Yeah, but. So, so there will be 19 for me. So it's been 19 for you as well. Guys, yeah. don't share so much personal information. All these, like, rabid fans are going to track oh, you. Oh, yeah, the 44 yeah. listeners of Love. Yeah, which are mainly our parents <laughs> and, like, yeah. Lucas's grandma but and my re- friends. Yeah. Ret- returning to how I think it's um, affected the dynamics, yes, I do agree that there were many a time where I would disappear from the boys to, to call my to call my ex-girlfriend but um i think in a year it's fixed up i think on nomination very much i think i hope we win i really do hope we win well, we should you win. sort of you sort of showed up on time for this stella last night yeah well you was a little bit preoccupied studying with the girl in the library hey i'm not That's dropping study risk <laughs> study risk anyway um, library games. Ollie, <laughs> Ollie got nominated for funniest. I think um, this podcast hasn't really exemplified it, but he is—he is genuinely a funny well, guy. I disagree. Especially right. before he had oh. his girlfriend, then he was—he was even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, but it was more we laughed at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but, just by association, girls aren't funny, so and all, you know, it sort of brought me down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. But he also—he also helped himself back. I mean, I, I think we should also qualify that point there. That—that that was in relation to. Um, a sort of poll we did. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know if you yeah, yeah, loafers yeah, yeah. have seen this. I don't know if you loafers have seen this trend on TikTok, but um, within the friendship group, you you do polls, and we did a poll for who was the funniest within our group. And obviously, we we do have girls, guys. I promise you, we have girls in our group. We know females. <laughs> no, we know women. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not just poor virgin boys, but <laughs> no. Adam definitely isn't. Yeah. <laughs> just one of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we got everyone to vote on who the funniest was, and the girls got very, very upset yeah, that got... no girl was voted for, and they directed oh, their sorry. anger towards voted for funniest. Of the funniest. Yeah, that, was, that was the specific question. And um, 
I, I found it quite funny because they then they then attacked us for it, even though they were voting on each other as well. well they could have voted <laughs> we, for we, themselves. We voted for ourselves. We voted oh, yeah, for ourselves. We, yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they actually thought they were funny, then they would have voted for each yeah, other. And then they got all salty that only guys were voted for the, being the funniest, whereas where where they could have literally voted for each other. So I think um, I think in general girls can can definitely be funny, just just not the girls we're friends with. <laughs> <laughs> They're boring and unattractive. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like boring and unattractive yeah. and no one wants to listen to them. And they've got as much charisma as yeah. Queen Elizabeth II. Who's <laughs> dead. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lucas got nominated for Heartthrob, oh, which uh, he's obviously not. Not, not yeah, only Heart, I got nominated for um, Best Hair. Best Hair. Best Hair best 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 is true, Best Hair. Which best was all quite targeted because he looked absolutely awful about six months ago oh, with some yeah. long ass ponytail hair. And, you know, the poll came at a good time. I don't think he would have got any of those categories. Yeah. I got, it might have even affected our trio category if you yeah, had that long hair. Very much and also the Heartthrob category. I got, I got Biggest Beanock, which is, which is kind of sick. Yeah, and you oh, got nominated, nominated, man. Nominated, you, also, you also got yeah. nominated for Biggest Beanock and person who thinks he's a Beanock also. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> well, you know, they're not mutually exclusive. Plus exactly. Not, have you seen my black card? <laughs> His bridge black card. Yes, yes, every Thursday. Anyone listening to the podcast, if you send us... Fifty pounds for recording equipment. You'll get a free entry with one of the stars of the show, Lucas. Yeah. Well, sure, I'm down for that. But to be honest, I think tomorrow, Bridge, I, I boys, I might not be able to make it. What? Well, Why I not? not. I, oh. I've got, I've got my parents coming up to Oxford this Saturday. Bring them then. Yeah, bring them to Bridge. They're coming on Saturday, not well, Thursday. Well, then, why can't, why can't you do I've got, to, I've got to prepare my work. Um, I basically had a sensor meeting yesterday, and I got in a little bit of shit for oh. I'm not doing any work last term. So did Adam. So I've got to set a collection on week eight. So High five, Faris. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I need to tone down the clubbing just, just a tiny bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Just, like, just focus a little bit more on my academics, which, which I love. I, 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 love I love academia, you know. <laughs> um, anyways, so what, intelligent what, and sexy. Yeah, it's mexy. What, what I found funny about the, the whole nomination thing was that whilst Lucas got best hair, Ollie Ooh. got nominated for worst hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, looking at him right now, I, I think he should win that one. Yeah. Hey, but to be fair to me, I haven't showered in a week. So Wait, what? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was weirdly believable. Yeah, that was weirdly believable. I yeah. think you become a bit comfortable when you've got a girlfriend. Yeah, I do need I to sort so. out my rig a little bit. Uh, yeah, I do yeah. need to sort out the rig. But I had a bad rig before I had a girlfriend, so it's not like a fall from grace. Well, what does rig mean? Yeah, does that mean rig is like body. body. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, including uh, the hair. That's why I was confused. As he sips a Stella. I was confused <laughs> as to why you weren't in my competition for best chat. Because I'm locked off, man. Look, yeah, but looking at your... Hair, your tonic chat only for me. And your rig, yeah. Surely you must have some fantastic chat. Surely, gels. Yeah. Well, I do. Why? Why? Why gels? Were you? Yeah. Why are you calling? Are you calling my girlfriend attractive? Why are you serious? Firstly, I I only find funny girls attractive. Secondly, I'm joking. Jelly, jelly Because You were the one who said that he was punching earlier. He was. He is. And that's just because yeah. he's so buff as long oh, as but Jelly's also, attractive. Did it, <laughs> I was or I am. Didn't Jelly get best hair also? You, you become a... Yeah, you she, no, she got nominated, yeah. yeah. She got nominated. She got nominated for best, uh, for, for biggest heartthrob. So, so me and Angelica are literally battling it out right now. <laughs> it's it's going to be a close one. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, how about this? I date whoever wins. Let's exclude the other people. But yeah. if, if either you or Jelly's win, I like for example, let's say if you win, I'll date you. Instead of gels. Sounds good. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, I'm dating him already. What are you saying? Faris, oh. man. You were nominated for most Faris. likely to be Christchurch Puffer Guy, no, a bigger social climber. I do not want to date you. Faris. No, but I, I also got nominated for... You, but Christchurch Puffer Guy, that's a, that's a dub. That's a dub. I take it as a dub. That's a dub. I take it as, you know, the, the belief in... What, what, what do you guys, why are you guys raising right. your These guys next to us have got their hands up like they're in class. Yeah, they class go uh, the teacher, teacher, Paris, like teacher's pets. What? You're a booty call at best. You are not in a relationship with Lucas. Yeah. Oh. Have you, I mean, he is the Malay Hugh Grant. He's got sexy hair, but he needs, he needs to shave. Yeah, we, bro, we, Lucas is in his F-boy era right now. In my F-boy era. <laughs> Sounds so cool. Can, can we explain Christchurch Puffer Yeah, I can mean, so basically, I mean, should uh, let me explain. It. So is, I'm also a, a, I'm a resident of Oxfest, or so I used to be a top fan. Um, basically, a Christchurch Puffer guy. Fans. 
No, a top fan of Oxfest. You know, oh, and, and but you're both, right? He's, he's got I'm both. And a, and a Discord mod, also. <laughs> Which probably <laughs> saw. So basically, Christchurch Buffer guy is someone for, for Juicy. <laughs> Thank you for your input, Luke. Pass. Um, so basically, <laughs> Luke. take that, brother. Yeah, take that. Boom. Luke ass. Luke ass. Lick my. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Crash Buffer guy is a guy who basically uh, uh, jerks his uh, wiener. Wiener, one may say. <laughs> Why did that come to me? Jerks his, <laughs> his schlong within the Gladstone link. Underneath it's like this, the it's this underground camera. library. It's this underground yeah. library in Oxford, and this guy from Christchurch wearing a Christchurch puffer is doing inappropriate acts to himself. And you'll see he bought he bought the entire menu. One might say yeah, reflexive action. Yeah, reflexive. <laughs> <laughs> meta, a meta action. <laughs> I, I want to appreciate. I think the I think Christchurch puffer guy represents the philosophy of not giving a fuck. No, what he represents without. Is, the nourishment of the self on the destruction of the self. Bro, bro, That's basically me. Barris, oh, I fuck. Oh, literally me for real, for real. Barris, the reason why you've been nominated is because you view Christchurch proper guy as some giga chad. Like. Yeah, I do. I do. I, he does not care. Barris is strange idols like Patrick Bateman, Christchurch proper I don't, guy. I don't, I don't rep Patrick Bateman. I'd well, rep, well, you're on the same grind set. Well, that doesn't, that, that, that doesn't mean I, I, I like Patrick Bateman. Like, it's a totally you ironic do character. Give, you do kind of do give me Patrick Bateman. What words. does that even mean? I don't know, like, you like know, he's the kind of guy, murderer. he's the kind of guy Am to I, do you think, well, okay, so moving on, we're going to be playing a little game we like to play every week, this is Valentine's Day edition for episode 3, mm. where we call out the best and worst qualities of every loafer, now, we don't have that many qualities, we kind of run out of stuff, so it's, it's turned into hypotheticals, <laughs> how we would be if we were in a relationship, I obviously am, so the best quality of Faris as a boyfriend, and so on and so forth. Using that example, I think Faris's best quality as a boyfriend would be zero attention from other women. No need to stress. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, that'll be I think also Faris would be a huge simp in a relationship. I would and be. That would I be both, both the best and the worst. Lucas has a Pablo Neruda love poem on his bedroom wall. Or he did last year. No, I still do. Okay, so that's his best quality. He'd write them poems. I'd write poems, letters. Yeah, he'd do all this. He'd, he'd say the flowers. most, but he'd actually... I'd give them back rubs. Be super manipulative. Um, what? <laughs> would that be my no, worst quality? It's a certified lover manipulative. Boy. No, Lucas's. Well, what would Lucas's worst quality as a boyfriend be? Probably toxic as probably that. lack of experience. Yeah. No. Oh, no. No. Probably he just end up head over heels and then all of a sudden be oh, like, just oh. get my heart broke. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh my god, this girl is perfect, yeah. and then idealize this sort of meaningful relationship and two months later realise it was just a random he met in bridge. Oh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But. I think I perhaps you know I'm still young. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next ten years, well, and we can come back to this episode. And see what is true that rings? <laughs> what is Adam's worst quality? Oh. I mean, I think, I think we all know. I think our listeners oh. know. Oh. That, to be honest, <laughs> most of our listeners know. Yeah, yeah. from well, the first and second I think episode. Adam's worst quality as a boyfriend is better left unsaid. I think most of our listeners probably already know. Um, so let's go on. To uh, no, his... I think I think uh, can What's we my worst can we talk about his best quality? No, no. Can, can we talk about his best quality? Best quality as a boyfriend, emotional intelligence, exactly. Yeah. Thoughtfulness. He's got a sexy voice. Ambition. And he works with what he has. And funniness. Yeah, I mean, like, which is very small. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't talk about mine. It's about the motion in the ocean, right? Not about the size of the ship. Yeah, exactly. So I had a friend who I'm not going to specify. We were in a class once at school. And we were getting into a debate about whether size matters. And, you know, there's people on different sides of the debate for theoretical reasons. But this guy had to seem to have a pre-theoretical leaning when he said, Size doesn't matter. I'm telling you, size doesn't matter. Information of the ocean. And <laughs> that revealed to me that I had a friend with a small willy. Oh, <laughs> peak. I mean, that, that, coming to um, Ollie from that, his worst quality is <laughs> <laughs> As we know, the boyfriend is his massive nose. <laughs> <laughs> that could be his best quality. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it depends what you can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> the motion of the nose. Well, his worst quality is probably his incessant farting, to be honest. Well, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... It, it's, it's, I, I, it's I, so I live with right? So Ollie and I flat share, and honestly, we could be sitting on the couch together and just guys, suddenly... Guys, who's more stinky overall, me or Adam? 
Oh, definitely Ollie. Hundred percent, probably Ollie. Ollie's Adam's clean as well. Yeah, well shaven. He's like, yeah. To be fair, you shower, I don't. So maybe that feeds into it. Yeah, well, you know, maybe yeah. I just have a normal working immune system. Exactly. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, 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 actually, got the weakest immune system. Yeah, Adam's immune system is just so ass. Last, last term, <laughs> last year rather, he was just MIA for so long. Well, I can't remember what I used as an excuse to be with my ex and what I used as a, as genuine. Yeah, genuine. Oh, what illness? You or like COVID? Yeah. yeah. He would message us. I'd be like, Adam, do you want to come to informal, which is like the dinner we have every day? And he's like, Oh, I'm feeling super ill, so I took a sixty pound train to York. <laughs> 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 a six, six hour trip by the way yeah. Yeah. is it actually a six hour trip yeah, so what, even, what do you even do in the train dying for the tech realistically what do you even do in the train for six hours um, definitely not work oh. yeah well that is very okay. clear Adam's, yeah, Adam's best quality is making them feel special that's true yeah. until they don't oh exactly until, until for the honeymoon period until and then like, to yeah. find someone better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie's Ollie's best quality as um, as a boyfriend, that's a tough one. Yeah, it's very that's very hard. Too many, right? I, I think no, there's so many. I think it might be his wealth. So little to choose from. His wealth. Yeah, oh, yeah. He could take. He take you to Paris. Paris. Who wouldn't want to date a rich blonde French guy with blue eyes and a hooked nose? <laughs> <laughs> Every single girl in the year at the year five disco. <laughs> okay, best. Oh. I Fair. asked every single one at that year five disco. And they all told you no. Every, and well, I got a friend to ask because I was too oh. scared. To <laughs> Fair. Fair. Oh, that's classic. In any case, Ollie's chilling now. You know, it's all it's all bands anyway. Yeah. He's, uh, he's wearing his his stripped out. He's got his girlfriend waiting for him, and I'm sure he'll have a lovely Valentine's with her. Um, and we we do wish you as um low. Uh, oh, no, 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 it's Oath. No, sorry, Oath. Laugh. Oh, yeah, Laugh. Yeah, laugh, laugh, laugh. Sorry. We wish you as Laugh a very happy Valentine's yeah. Day. Or yeah, happy. Happy. Yeah, 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 I think Ollie's going to be the, the the happiest one this Valentine's Day as the yeah, only probably. one with a proper girlfriend. Oh. While the rest of us have to flounder around. Although, although knowing Adam, he'll probably have a girlfriend by Valentine's <laughs> Day. <so laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. You're working on it. Adam, I want to go on a He's trying his hardest. Work in progress. He's dropping his libraries and some French gal. If we assume that he has a 0.5% success rate, that means that he'll have two girls for Valentine's Day because he's chatting to 400 right now. comes <laughs> 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 Anyway, Lofus. Lofus, Lofus, I think it's been an exciting episode. I think it's been an episode which has gone off on many different tangents, but we've covered a lot of themes. And while today we've been really tired after a long week, yeah. we're, uh, we're excited to have spent this time with you guys. Um, guys, what did you think? Did you enjoy that episode? Yeah, a lot of ups and downs, I would say. But I think at the end, we kind of found the right vibe for this episode. Like a, We reached a nice finality for this and, episode. And I'd like to say to everyone listening, I hope you all have a fantastic Valentine's Day. Same here. Um, however you spend it. You said that in a sexy voice. Yeah, you're sexy. Listen, Bibs, have a fantastic yeah. Valentine's yeah, Day fantastic. from me because you're beautiful. You're, yeah, you're, beautiful. you're beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> but like, genuinely, and uh, guys who are single do not get too depressed. Yeah. Heads up, single kings. Heads up, and single women kings. and non-binary people, if you're single, don't worry about it. You probably still will be next year, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like this, was all, this was Loaf, episode three. We'll see you next week, guys. Signing off. Stay off. Stay safe and be awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, perfect. You're so profound. Oh, fuck off. I tried to be profound and then, so like, I just cringe. messed it up, like, immediately. Uh, All right. Whatever. Bye, guys. Yeah, whatever. Good. <laughs>